Hey movers, it's Keisha, and welcome to the Homesick to Happy Movers podcast. This is a place where you'll find tips, tricks, and advice on all things moving and related to the move. So if you are planning a move, if you move today, or even if you moved 10 years ago, you are welcome here and you will find lots of value here. And not only that, but we have a Facebook group too, which we do giveaways. It's called Homesick to Happy Movers. Check it out. There's lots of extra videos as well as there's a YouTube channel for Homesick to Happy Movers. So come connect with us and let's jump into the conversation. Welcome to the Homesick to Happy Movers podcast. I'm super excited to have you here today. Today, we're talking with my friend, Meg Mall, and we're talking about the power of nature and natural healing. So no matter where you move, nature will be available to you. And I'm super excited for this conversation. Meg comes from a large loving family of six kids with the youngest having Down syndrome, who she's the main caregiver for now in her adult life. Meg has made some not so great relationship choices in the first 20 years of her adult life that led her to a path of damaged health, safety, and mental health issues. Never feeling like she was good enough, she battled depression and anxiety for most of her life. But she now is happily married to her soulmate and takes great pride in the person that she has become. Her passions in life consist of being a conservant conservationist advocate and guide for all things nature plants and animals and a mentor to anybody who wants to learn about the things the earth has to offer and natural healing and living in our world meg welcome to the homesick to happy movers podcast could you share your story with us and how you got started using nature as a way to heal Sure. Um, as you mentioned, I come from a large family. Um, we grew up very close, still are. Um, we have in our life, my, my dad kind of got us out into the nature world with his bird watching. He was an, he is an avid bird watcher. He, we grew up hiking the mountains, going up to a local mountain that we have here uh, called Hawk Mountain, um, learning about all of the raptors and the migrating birds and everything. And something that we loved um, to do all the time. And that was where I found the most peace. And I, I always felt connected, you know, and, and wanted to, my mom always told the story of, you know, when I was two, I disappeared. Like she could not find me. Um, she, she was pregnant with my youngest sister and she laid down for a nap. And she, it was back in the day when you didn't have to, you know, worry about locking your doors and all that kind of stuff. And apparently I walked out the front door and was found hours later around the corner, um, scooched down watching an anthill. You know, just fascinated by this anthill. And I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. But, you know, panicked my, mo my poor pregnant mother. Yeah. Um, but I, so I, I think all of my life, I've been an animal lover, a nature lover, love being outdoors. I was outdoors more than I was in most of the time when I was a kid. <clears throat> Fast forward to, you know, high school years and, and things like that. 
you know, I, I got into some bad relationships, not that I was like a, a, a rebel or anything, but, you know, there, there was a lot of dynamics with being in a big family that you vie for attention sometimes. And not that my parents didn't give us all equal attention, but um, it, it was hard. You know, the, the times were tough and, and we, you know, got through things, but I thought I could be on my own and I knew it was best. And, you know, just like teenagers do, parents don't know anything and we know it all. Um, and I got married at a very young age. Thankfully, you know, my, my first husband and I are friends. Um, and then I got into a series of bad relationships after we split up and we wound up, I wound up going through some verbally, mentally, physically abusive things and took me a very, very long time to realize that if I was not out of these situations, I wasn't going to be around long. And it affected my mental health, my physical health, because stress and mental anxiety and stress wreak havoc on the body. Um, I eventually got out of those situations um, with the help of close family, close friends. Um, my now husband um, was a very dear friend of mine for many, many years. And we just always had a very good connection. And we, we finally, he asked me out after years and we went out and it was like, I had found my home. Like I, I was at peace. He is a nature lover. He loves to be in, you know, the woods and that's his happy place. That and on our motorcycles, you know, and I always, he, he can read me like a book. Um, he comes, he comes home. If he sees that I've had a stressful day after dinner, he'll just say, Hey, you want to go for a ride? We'll get on the bike. And I call it my wind therapy. And it is, I sit on the back of the bike. If I'm not on my own and there's times that I'm like, no, I don't want to drive. I just want to be on the back with you. And we get on the bike and I'm looking around. I'm breathing in the fresh air and and everything else and he has um we both since i was a kid i've always gravitated towards the native american culture um the things that they have used in nature the things that helped them the way they conserved the resources that the earth gives us they never took anything that you know in excess they took what they needed and they gave back to the land in other ways. And he feels the same way. He's got a passion for it as well. We are very reverent of their culture and, and they're in the different tribes and every tribe's different. And that's basically how I, I got involved as much and as deeply as I am now. I found that my passion and my love for being in nature and, and learning about the culture of what was in the past for centuries and how they lived. And they didn't have it easy. You know, nothing in life is easy. Um, 
they struggled. There were tons of things that, you know, were against them, but their family dynamic and the way that they, their, their togetherness, the love and respect that they had for each other, it just all meshed and it ebbed and flowed perfectly. And that's, that's basically how I came into doing what I do now. And that's trying to make folks realize that number one, you don't have to have money or be well off to enjoy what's outside our windows and have it help your health. I was in a state of huge disarray in my mind and my physical uh, health was extremely poor and I was on medications from doctors trying to alleviate this for 26 years. And then a friend of mine who was helping her father get through the last stages of his life that um, he had cancer and she was using some natural holistic ways to alleviate some of his discomfort. And she helped me by giving me some things and some tips. And within a few weeks, I actually was not taking all of the stuff that I was on for all those years. And I have not in the last seven years, I haven't had, I don't take over the counter medication. My husband can't even take over the counter medication or anything from the doctor because his system is very sensitive and he's allergic to a lot of things. He does not do well on them. So it made a world of difference and turned our life, our family life around that we are now healthier than we've ever been. And it's all because of what we find in nature and going back to the old school ways. Yeah, that's so powerful. Do you feel like nature tends to be overlooked as a resource for self-care? Oh, uh, without a doubt, absolutely. Um, A lot of times when you are in a depression or are anxiety ridden or have a lot of stress in your life, um, there's so many things that come into self care, you know, into play. Um, but one of the most important things is realizing that there's an issue, reaching out for help, um, and learning what nature can do for you. Even if it's just a 10 minute break. I mean, I know the moms out there and, and the dads, you know, you've got a lot on your plate. You're raising a family. You're putting, you know, all of your time into your kiddos and, and your household. And it's not easy. It's, it's very, very stressful. And, and there's times that you, even just a 10 minute break, you can go walk outside and just breathe in the fresh air. Go take a walk around your property or around your block. You know, listen to some soothing music while you're doing it, because music is a, that's another passion of mine is, is, is music. Uh, we grew up with music in our house and it was a very positive thing. Um, 
just take that and and let your mind go and take in the beauty that surrounds you listen to the the songbirds that are you know outside your door you know watch the squirrels running around it it has a soothing effect um it lessens your stress level it it'll it will calm your your whole body and in turn it will actually help relieving your stress will help your health because stress is a major player in unhealthy people a lot of people are that are highly stressed have a lot of health issues and that is where nature can play a huge role in getting that stress level down yeah yeah what are some ways that people can use nature as as self-care Uh, as I mentioned, um, taking a walk in the sunshine, hikes, um, bike rides, whether it be on a motorcycle or a regular bike. Um, the fresh air can and can have major impact on our, our moods and our psyche. Um, a lot of times we have a, an apple tree on our pop property and it's one of, I'm blessed because I'm in my grandparents home and I remember that tree from growing up climbing it and everything and it's a, a peaceful spot for me and if you just go and sit under the canopy of a tree and just listen take in the beauty that surrounds you and um, let it envelop you and the natural, one of the other things that, that people don't sometimes realize is the earth and nature have their own frequencies. It's all, it, it comes down to a scientific thing, really. Yeah. Um, everything has a frequency. And when you take nature, for example, and you let those frequencies from the earth get into your system, those frequencies balance you out and it actually levels serotonins and, and a plethora of, of things in the scientific world. Um, so that's, you know, the main thing for using nature. Take what you love, take an activity that you love. My, my brother, you know, has a huge love for um, playing tennis. Him and his wife play tennis a lot. You know, he's got some health issues of his own and, and he goes and plays tennis. He's, he's active. It's just getting out and moving. Yeah. When you're sitting inside and you're depressed, that depression continues and it gets worse because you're sitting there not moving. You're not letting what's outside heal you even on a rainy day i i have a covered porch i love one of the most peaceful things for me besides sitting underneath the apple tree is in a nice summer rainstorm sitting under the porch you know with my cup of coffee in the morning or you know having a nice tea in the evening after 
dinner or something with my husband and just sitting there and listening to the rain and, and just, it, it's amazing. It really is. <laughs> yeah. It sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned before that your husband is native American and they have a very strong reputation for being connected to the land and good stewards of the land. And how has he influenced your journey? Um, my husband is, uh, part native American. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty far back in his lineage, but I think that's where a lot of the respect, um, and the love for the culture comes from deep in his heart. Um, there's a lot of times that he kind of jokes. I don't think he's joking, but he, he doesn't think that, um, because it's so minimal, he doesn't think it's significant, but they talk to anyone who is within a tribe. It's what's in your heart. And, and his heart is, in my opinion, full native. Um, it, his love for nature, his love for being in, in the outdoors, he was just like me. The, I think the only time he was in the house was to sleep and in the summertime or the nicer weather that wasn't even they would be in the woods camping you know the, the him and his brothers would be say to their mom okay we're we're going out we're we're going to camp in the woods tonight okay you know be back by sunday morning for church or whatever you know and it was just something that he grew up with because he grew up basically on a mountainside his the mountain was his backyard so he was able to utilize and take advantage of being out there and playing in the creek and, you know, making things out of, you know, the fallen trees, you know, they'd whittle sticks and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that's where his love came into play with the heart of his native ancestry. And one of the other things that I wanted to mention about nature was it's a huge, it has, it plays a huge role on our ecosystem. Our ecosystem can be damaged by just one species of something being taken away. You know, we have tons of protected and endangered species. And when they're gone, they're gone. And there's no getting them back and they're vital, whether it be a plant or a tree or a bird or an animal, there, there is a purpose for everything. And my biggest example, my favorite example, because wolves are very near and dear to my heart. And my favorite example is the reintroduction back in the early 90s. Um, of the gray wolf into Yellowstone National Park. Um, I actually have it up on my Facebook page that if you listen to the story, it was an intricate part of bringing Yellowstone back to what it used to be when it comes to nature. Because when you brought the wolves back into 
the park, they had a very big problem with the elk herds and the deer herds being too vast. There, there were too many of them. There wasn't enough food for them. So they were being starting to get sick and not thriving like they normally would. So when they brought the wolves in, nature kicked in. Their natural instinct kicked in. Wolves will not kill just to kill. Wolves kill to survive, just like we eat meat to survive. They need something, but they go after the old and the ill. In turn, in doing that, it thinned the herds. With that, it let the grasses grow more. It brought species of grasses and trees and plants back that had disappeared from Yellowstone for years, which in turn brought the beaver population back because their source was back in play in the ecosystem. It brought songbirds back into the mix that were gone from Yellowstone for years. And it was all the ecosystem rebalancing themselves and being able to thrive. And that's where we are today. Yellowstone is back to an amazing, it, it was always an amazing place, but it's even better now with the reintroduction of those wolves. And now the wolf population is starting to grow. And there's a big controversy over that and we won't go, go into that, but um, you know, that it, it, it just shows that one species putting them back into their natural habitat where they're supposed to be, what the huge impact it can have for the better right. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this kind of relates to, um, like, I feel like it relates to the human body too, right? Because we're like, we're an ecosystem too. And like, we can be out of balance and then stepping back in to nature stepping back into the sun like the sun it can also rebalance our bodies just like the wolves were able to rebalance yellowstone yes absolutely and you find it a lot in winter when people have the biggest issues and i am i'm one of those people that struggle winter time is is awful for me for my my psyche um you know it's the lack of sunlight the you know the getting darker earlier not being able to be out because of harsh weather you know i i mind the cold now i never used to um as i'm getting older it's much harder for me to handle um being out in the cold and everything my body hurts more (laughs) but it has a really big effect on, on people that struggle with depression. And we can make our own, like my mother always says, we can make our own sunshine, you know, listen yes. to the music or even just being able to get near a window that has sunlight streaming in it, you know, do yeah. those happy, fun things that bring you joy. And that's, and you know, whether you're a nature lover or not, even people with allergies, I have allergies like you would not believe since I was a kid, kills me when the, pollen, when the trees are, are budding. 
but I'd much rather go through that and watch the beauty than be locked in the house trying to avoid it because that's when I spiral down and it's a big deal and I think more people that realize that you can change those things about yourself and it's hard I am not saying that it's an easy thing you know there's some people that you know I've talked to and you know people that I know that gets so stuck and they don't know where to go. They don't know how to crawl out. Took me 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's hard, but it doesn't have to be because there's support systems there for you. And you know, that's, that's what I do. I support people. I I'm a caregiver by nature. My mother for 48 years was a, has always advocated and was a caregiver for people with special needs um, and their families and the parents that had to be thrown into that kind of, you know, caregiving role as well. And she passed that on to, to us, to all our children. And it, that's another nature thing. You know, it's in our nature to be caregivers. And that's why I want to do, and, and I, get on my soapbox and I preach and I, you know, I get passionate about it. And sometimes I word vomit and can't shut up about it, (laughs) but it's, it's a good thing. Um, I'll I'll talk to anybody who wants to listen. Um, I will help anyone who wants the help. And that's what I'm here for. Um, You know, just as you do, you have your, um, the things that you help people with is essential to having them get through a rough time in their life that is basically total upheaval and trying to Mm -hmm. get it all done, especially when you have a family, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. So for the listeners who are really connecting with you and would like to follow you and jump into some things that you have going on, where can they connect with you on the internet? Um, I have a private free um facebook group um it's called balanced in nature and life live naturally be well um they can click on and join me there i do a lot of um i do a lot of tips on on getting out into nature and and different places that you can go i do a lot of um positive posts when it comes to meditation, you know, and finding that time to get out of that stressful situation, just even for a moment. Um, I do a lot of animal posts and nature posts, and I'm love to hear from my group, the people that are in my group to share their stories and share where they are and what nature you know, things that they have found that bring them joy to share with the rest of the group and everything. Um, I, I do have, um, my email is live naturally be well at gmail.com. If anyone would want to reach out to talk privately, I'm there. They can reach out um, to me there. 
I'm in the process of getting my website up. Um, and that is um, livenaturallybewell.com. So it's, you know, if anyone is interested in, you know, learning more or wanting to have some guidance or a mentor to help educate them on the things that, you know, can help them, I'm, I'm here for them. Awesome. That sounds wonderful. And I will have all the links in the show notes. So um, if you want to connect, just check, just check out the links and you can go and connect with May. So May, um, for the listeners who are listening right now, do you have one last piece of advice that you'd like to share with them? Yes. Um, Don't struggle alone. I did that for many years it's lonely. It's, it's hard. Um, if you don't think any, that you don't have anyone to help you get started, reach out, reach out to me, reach out to a friend. Um, don't be afraid to stand up for your health and well-being because you only have one you. And yeah. if you lose you, you're done. And that's, I don't want to see that. I, I, I truly don't. Um, let me help you live the life you were intended to live. And that's a happy, joyful life. Step outside. Remember, no one's perfect. You know, I don't have everything right. Nobody does. Mm -hmm. Um, it's trial and error thing. You ebb and flow with the change of times. We had a really rough couple of years, the last couple of years. And, you know, we need to get back to a more simplistic place in, in our lives. Um, I think that taught us a lot the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all allowed to ask for help, whether it's from a person or nature. You know, if you feel like you can't go to someone, go to nature. It'll, it'll help heal you in ways that you don't realize that you're even being healed. Um, and I'm not I'm not getting religious or anything like that, but our creator put things on this earth for us to use. There's Mm -hmm. a reason they're here. They're here for a purpose. And that purpose is to heal and balance us. And we need to use it in the proper way. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, this conversation has been wonderful, Meg, and thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, I'm, I'm honored that you asked me to be on. It really, really meant a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you.